0: Welcome along to New Zealand's longest-running tech podcast, The Boys of Tech. This is episode 222 for Monday, the 22nd of July, 2013. That's a lot of twos. My name is Edwin Herman. I'm uh, here in the studio in Wellington, where it's been shaking. This is Sunday night, by the way, we're recording. I've got Brett King, uh, also in Wellington, joining me over Skype. Uh, Brett, Brett, you're you're at home at the moment. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're on the second floor of an apartment block, and you're feeling all the aftershocks, are you? Yep. They're, they're every, what, six or seven minutes or so, judging by the Geonet site. Pretty much. Um, I certainly felt the big one, as you would have. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I had to hold the, the uh, tall bookcase from falling Over. It was kind of exciting yes. times. So, we had so lots <laughs> of stuff fall over. For the listeners outside of New Zealand, if you haven't really been following the news, the world news, well, there has been a a reasonably large earthquake, uh, not far from Wellington, a 6.5 magnitude earthquake, very shallow, 17 kilometres. Yeah, and the Cook Strait. uh, They're they're all coming from the Cook Strait. Yeah, yeah, that's right, in that same place. So uh, we got pretty shaken up here, but obviously everything's fine, just uh, bits and pieces of damage around the city, but... No, uh, no major damage by the sounds, mm. um, but moderate damage, I guess you could say. Would that be fair? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Apparently, um, uh, lots of bookshelves in the law library at University have um, toppled over.
0: Yeah. In fact, Victoria University is going to be closed tomorrow. By the time you get this podcast, it's Monday. The uh, university will be closed, and there's a whole bunch of uh, buildings, by the way, that uh, people have been told not to go back into for work. So, uh, until they're assessed. So, yeah. Be exciting mm. times. And it's kind of like the third earthquake, isn't it? Because we had one on Friday. We had one on Sunday morning. And, and then uh, another one Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon, a few hours ago. And you're still feeling those aftershocks, right, Brett? Yeah. All right. Well, where I am, I, we're not feeling the aftershocks, but I'm getting constant Twitter updates from GeoNet uh, about them. So I can see them, but I can't feel them. <laughs> anyway, this is a tech show, so we'll, we'll try and carry on. If uh, we get another earthquake or if the aftershocks are too too big and you have to get out of the building, well, and it goes silent, we'll know what happened, right? Indeed. <laughs> All right, let's see what we can do between now and the next aftershock. So... Uh, <laughs> Now, you may recall that a while ago, uh, ICANN announced that they would open up the top-level domains for registration. So the likes of Microsoft will probably go for .Microsoft and uh, and and so on. Uh, well, Amazon wanted to go for .Amazon. Now, there has been uh, so far rejected after a number of South American countries, specifically Brazil, Argentina, Chile, Peru, and Uruguay.
1: Oh, you mean the countries that are... In or around the Amazon Basin. Yeah,
0: exactly, Brett. You got it. You you know exactly where this is going. They, they, uh, they, they argued
1: have against a big company <laughs> getting to use and dominate that name.
0: Well, you see, they argued that the domain name was too intrinsically connected with the regions and communities within their borders, i.e., the Amazon region, precisely uh, to allow the retailer to you know to use it. So the objection's been upheld. So yeah, of it's course, off, basically, anybody for basically
1: anybody who is obviously not a member of the Amazon um, governing board and their various feeder boards would realize that the name Amazon has been in common usage for meaning that particular region and jungle and river for a hell of a lot longer than Amazon has be- Amazon the company has been in existence.
0: Oh, absolutely. But having said that, Brett, uh, there's there's no no harm.
1: And it is common usage, so they could not. Yeah, you're right. They could have gotten through with saying everything .amazon means books and other various merchandise, buy online.
0: (laughs) But, you know, to be fair, there's no harm in them trying. I mean, that's the whole process. That's why we have this process. You know, they say, okay, I want .amazon. They're allowed to say that they want it and uh, others are allowed to check. still think it's stupid.
1: Well, I mean, I I think it's it's arrogant.
0: Well,
1: it's massively arrogant. They took their name Amazon from something that already existed. And then they decide, what now that they're massively huge, a multi-million or billion-dollar business, that, you know what, Uh, we're now big enough to own this name. We'll take it away from an entire set of countries and region of the planet Earth that has had that name for yeah okay but, a but lot they, they own us.
0: they own amazon.com yeah now I know that doesn't give them automatic rights dot Amazon, but what I'm saying is that they were allowed to have amazon.com no one no one said they couldn't
1: yeah because they got it they got it in the gold rush period of the internet Edwin. you could get all kinds of stuff in the gold rush period of the internet because there was no oversight. There was nobody thinking about the global implications of it.
0: Well, I think, you know. nobody well, thought the
1: internet would be a global thing.
0: Well, and, and more importantly, there, there still are no real restrictions on, on dot-coms at the moment, yeah. other than the standard, you know, uh, IP laws that exist. I mean, there's nothing stopping someone from taking a name that describes a region on the globe.
1: Argentina.com.
0: Yeah, or a country for that matter. Um, you Though know,
1: most countries have taken theirs now.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, that's right. But <laughs> anyway, so it's it's been uh, you know it's been rejected for now, but it's not the final decision because the ICAN board can overrule that. Although mm. in practice, it 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 rarely um, if it does, but it can. You know, it it's can not it's indeed. not the final and, it's not the final. And we would see
1: just how much um, stupidity exists in that board as to whether or not they overturn that. Because if they do, then I, I shake my head and I pity the human race, <laughs> <laughs> where corporate power and money can muscle out something that has existed for a lot longer with the meaning.
0: Now, by the way, while you were saying that, I just got a, uh, a text message in that apparently there's reported damage to one of the oldest buildings at, um, at Victoria University. Oh, which one? The Hunter building. Oh, no. not sure how bad yeah. that just came in just now so anyway uh, look yeah so let's see what happens with Amazon I I think you know I don't think the ICANN board will overrule it I think that will be it and Amazon the company won't be able to register it and that will be that moving on to other stories now Microsoft's having a very tough time it's actually really it's a real shame I think but it's having trouble with the uh, with sales of not just Windows 8 but of course the Surface RT it's had to do a massive write off the retail price has now gone from 499 US to 349 Shares dropped 7%. That is huge. That is absolutely huge. 7%. Mm, mm. So That's, I don't know what's happening. Uh, you know, I thought Microsoft did the right thing in terms of trying to move with the times. Yeah. And it doesn't sound like the punters have embraced it fully. No, I don't understand why. Is is it just not cool anymore? Is Is that what it is?
1: We're shaking here.
0: Yeah, I, I'm shaking. Yep, I can feel it shaking as well. I was wondering, yep, it's definitely... Has it stopped? I'm trying to figure uh, yeah, it out. I think so. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was shaking as well. Yeah, there we go. Uh, well, we're still online. <laughs> Thank goodness. The internet still runs.
1: <laughs> well, wow, <Yeah. the>, <laughs> God, uh, it'd get boring if that went down. <laughs>
0: Well, if you had that much shaking that caused the internet to go down, you probably wouldn't really care about using the internet, would you? Mm, true. So anyway, Microsoft, poor old Microsoft's having real trouble right now. I mean, okay, when I say real trouble, I don't mean the company's in trouble, but it's having trouble keeping up and, and keeping things going and, and keeping their successes going. The company's in no, in no danger of folding, no, but it's just no. having trouble with its strategy.
1: With its emerging stuff. Mm. And I think some of it is that they, a lot of these companies put forward such an aggressive timeline for pushing out new things, and sometimes when they get a coup and they actually produce something which is really rather good, they try and follow that up with something that is also either as good or try to make it better. Uh, and sometimes they make it worse, and sometimes they make it so drastically different that people go get confused about it. But you're still getting a lot of people who have just cottoned onto the previous really good thing that they've done. And they're like sitting back going, Well, why do I need to get this new thing when I've got this other thing which you made, which is already perfectly
0: good? Well, isn't that? And or still is it,
1: shiny. <laughs> so is that,
0: is, I, that is happening, but is that the full story? Or is some of the uh, reason that people are saying, Well,. Whatever you want to put out there, Microsoft, that's fine. But I'm going with my Android or I'm going with my Apple. Well, there is
1: that as well. They've got to uh, differentiate it and make it shiny enough for people to want to pick it up instead of something that they've already got. And the other thing is they were quite late into the tablet business.
0: Yeah, they were. They were very late. Yeah. But
1: from all reports that, that we've heard, the, um, the Surface RT itself was a, a damn fine device. Well, so you know, uh, oh. person, you know, so who was it?
0: Alec Yeah, Alec. Alec, yeah, Alec Diarty, one of our. Uh, yeah, he had a surf Sati, yeah, and he did. He loved it. He raved about it. Well, you know, all eyes on Microsoft over the next few years because they really need to. Uh, I, well, they're trying to up their game. This is the thing. They're try- This is the thing, right? They are trying. They are trying hard. They are just trying not hard, and the they're traction. actually
1: producing some pretty good stuff, stuff that is that is workable, stuff that is looks good, handles great. It's just that they're kind of
0: late. Yeah, they're <laughs> not. I'm not getting the traction. They're not getting the buy-in. Yeah. And uh, I guess, you know. They need to we- do, What they
1: need to do is they need to shove a um a ton of money at uh, Hollywood so that Hollywood starts using their shiny gadgets instead of Apple logos everywhere. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Apple Apple products are you know, always going You go moving. to a movie theater and you you watch them use a, a device and what do they have? It's Probably an Apple device. Oh yeah. look, they're using Apple PCs, uh, Apple Macs.
0: Yeah, that. yeah, everything's. Look, they're <laughs> all Apple. using Apple iMacs. <laughs> oh yes, I know, I know. I've noticed it myself.
1: Well, look, they, he's pulled out his his phone. Oh, it's an iPhone. It's an
0: iPhone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, product it's,
1: placement. It's yeah, yeah. It, it is actually starting to get a little sad watching a movie and everything is Apple.
0: But I do see also a lot of Dell, um, Dell brand being flashed yes, in, in your yes. face. And
1: it, there's also something with that. That's a brand – that's something showy for Dell.
0: Yeah, because it's, it's more than just like an it. accidental shot of, oh, there happens to be a Dell. It's like let's pan the camera right here where the Dell logo shines right into the camera. Well,
1: so, you can't really uh, hold them against that because Apple makes their logo actually oh, – no,
0: yeah, they do. I oh, no, no, I'm saying they're so doing the same it, thing as it Apple. It catches
1: even more on camera. No, yeah. What I'm what I was saying is the fact that Dell might be doing that, but that's that's advertising for Dell. It's not advertising for Microsoft. It's not showing how good uh, a Windows machine is. It's oh, showing yeah, it that. it's
0: hardware. Yeah, absolutely. I know. So it's, it's about hardware. No, it's, it's it's different. <laughs> but it's still product placement. I mean, the fact is that Apple happens to be a hardware and a software company. Uh, but you know, it's you know, I guess it's and that's
1: what Microsoft is is trying to do.
0: Yeah, you're right. It's trying to yeah, it you're absolutely to right, right because, because, that, which is what yeah. the, the whole
1: Surface, the whole Surface um thing was for. It was their entry into actual hardware as well. I'm, I'm just annoyed that you still can't get a Surface Pro without parallel importing in New Zealand.
0: Oh, can you still not?
1: No. No, you look at the um, the microsoft.co.nz or what is it, microsoft.com slash nz, whichever one, it still says Surface
0: Pro coming. Yeah, it's a bit frustrating, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Okay, Brett. a couple of shocking stories uh, out of China. Now, uh, both, both <laughs> <of> them... <laughs> Well, yeah, that was a pun. Uh, yeah, but uh, they are shocking, in, in, in uh, excusing, excusing the, the pun, This is electrocution by people answering their iPhones whilst they're being charged.
1: Touching their iPhones, because, you know, iPhones have that nice metal rim around them.
0: They do, they do. And uh, And that
1: nice metal rim is apparently connected to stuff inside it.
0: (laughs) Well, of course, it'll have to be. It's uh, It's the aerial. Yeah, that's right. The death of a 23-year-old Chinese woman is being investigated. She was apparently using... Uh, or answering her iPhone 4 while it was on charge. But here's the thing. In this story, and as well as the other incident where another person in China uh, did something similar, picked up his iPhone 4 while it was uh, recharging, both of them were using third-party chargers. Yeah. And, and I'm guessing these are sort of your cheap, you know, five dollar jobs really from sort of knockoff mm. things. Yeah. Now, yeah, Apple. Having said that, Apple is investigating, and it's uh, you know, it's it's not commenting just yet. It's going to wait until there's more information. But Apple is definitely concerned. I guess it wants to make sure that it's not its phone, and if it is, it needs to. Obviously, there'll there'll be big ramifications if it is. Yeah. Uh, it's a bit it's <laughs> a bit early to say, but I suspect you know to to me the fact that they're both using. What could be dodgy charges suggests to me that it's more likely to be that than the phone.
1: Mm. But it could also be something that Apple could do with the phone or a fault in the phone, which is allowing this to not, you know, get through, not that's a warning or something. Yeah, that's a fair comment as well. You know, that it's passing that much current or whatever through to the, the outside of the phone from the charging port that it could kill
0: someone. What you're saying is even if it's not Apple's fault, it is the charger that's dodgy, maybe there's something that Apple can do or modify in their mm. device, Put something in there to, so that it could, uh, yeah. you
1: know, like short out. Yeah. And the the phone itself might suffer, but at least it doesn't kill the person.
0: Yeah, that's right. So one person died and in the other case, the person by the name of Wu Jian Tong who survived the uh, the electrocution, uh, as soon as he picked it up, he he noticed and he yelled out, I'm getting shocked. And, of course, uh, it it got him. He went into coma, started frothing at the mouth, and then uh, was, you know, revived and taken, you know, um, brought back, if you like. Mm. But, yeah, so it's a bit of a concern. He's in a
1: coma for like 10 days.
0: Yeah, it was a while, wasn't it? Yeah. So I think in the first instance, the warning really should be, and not just because of these stories, in general, the warning should be if you're plugging anything into mains power, make sure whatever it is that you're plugging in is a reputable device, a reputable product, because Mm -hmm. there's a lot of dodgy, cheap and nasty, uh, you know, products out there that just don't meet safety standards.
1: Yeah, And stuff that you order over the internet, dodgy things you buy off eBay because it was cheap.
0: Or dx.com. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The the number of times you hear stories of of not correct things (laughs) turning up in the mail after buying something off of eBay. What about those hard drives where it was just a case with a slab of metal inside it and a USB key?
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: A USB key connected to, in a big case, with a slab of metal to make it way more.
0: Oh, yes. purchasing
1: something like that, which is just a dodgy something wired up, that somebody's wired up in a little plastic box in their home garage.
0: Yeah, be very careful, absolutely. Especially with mains power, that's, that's the Exactly, the key that's thing
1: the, the key thing. If you plug it into mains, you've really got to be careful.
0: Because
1: mm. it's either going to electrocute you or it's going to cause a fire.
0: Now, one final story, if we can get this in before the next Aftershock. I don't know if you noticed, but one of four known... Original Schindler's Lists is being auctioned on eBay. Wow. Bidding starts, I think it was at 3 million US. Wow. And uh, analysts believe it will go for about as much as 5 million. There are only three, as I say, there are only three other known copies of this two at an Israeli uh, Memorial Museum and one at a US uh, museum in Washington. Uh, and this is believed to be the first one to go. Uh, you know, to be put on the market.
1: Mm, not sold privately.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. It's uh, typewritten, as you'd imagine, and it's currently an original. So there you go, well, five million. Are you going to be bidding, Brett?
1: Uh, no, I'm actually surprised there were that many copies. Because <laughs> you only ever hear of Schindler's List, not Schindler's
0: Lists. Lists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if you do hear it with a plural, it's usually Schindler's Lifts. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Speaking of which, many people are trapped in lifts right now in Wellington and uh, the emergency services are, are out there rescuing people from lifts. Damn. Yeah.
1: Glad I'm not in a lift.
0: Yeah, don't you use your lift in your apartment building for the next day or two, I'd say. Oh, I I rarely use it anyway. Well, it's only second floor, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Brett, look, that's pretty much it. I think, uh, I think we've done the show. It was uh, short, sharp and sweet and we'll keep it that way. By the way, we've had some feedback on our live shows that – the audio is just too uh, too difficult to listen to. It's too noisy. So we're working on that. We're getting some uh, better technology in to record the shows when we're doing them live in the uh, cafes and bars. And uh, hopefully that will mean that our next live show will appear a lot easier to listen to. So thanks mm. for the feedback, guys, on the website. We appreciate that. And uh, uh, we'll do some, some more studio uh, shows in the meantime. How's that? <laughs> Radio Brett, thank you very much for co-hosting. Always a pleasure, Ed. And uh, this is, of course, a nice alliterated episode. It's episode 222 for the 22nd of July. I love it. Love it. 222. (laughs) Anyway, for 22. Anyway, that's it, Brad. Thank you very much. And take care, everyone. See you next week. Take care. Goodbye.
1: Bye-bye.